0: Welcome to Zichud Avsiman, member of Gold. Hi, and today we Nadarim going to Test, the fourth parak, Eim Bein Hamudar. So, the three types we're going to focus on: number one, the Mishnah Daf Lamir Chaz Am Beis Tad Hamudar Hanavchaver V'Niknasu Vakro Omed Avol Yoshev, one who is mudar hanav from his friend, and he comes to visit him when he's sick. He may stand, but he may not sit. The Gemara on this top provides three explanations for this halacha. Shmuel said the cases where the sick person is mudar hanav from his visitor. The visit itself is not a forbidden benefit because he's performing his own mitzvah and the old person benefits indirectly. However, the mission is discussing a place where those who sit with the sick when visiting receive compensation for it. Therefore, doing so without payment would be a direct benefit and forbidden. Standing with the sick, however, is never allowed to be compensated, being the minimal form of the mitzvah. So doing so for free is permitted. The Gemara offers a second explanation. Gezer Shem a yeshiva, a decree lest he remain sitting for longer than necessary for the mitzvah, which would be forbidden, since this would entitle him to a compensation. Standing is permitted because the requirement not to sit reminds him not to overstay. Ull explained that the Mishnah speaking with the visitor's mudahan, not from the patient, but we assume that the old person did not prohibit him from helping him with his well-being, such as visiting him. Sitting is extraneous, so it's included in his nether. Point number two, Rabatav, Moshe said regarding Korach, Imbria givar Hashem. If a creation Hashem will create, and the earth opens its mouth to swallow them, he meant imbria gehenem mutavtiya. Imlav givar Hashem. If gehenem is a creation already good, but if not, Hashem should create it. The Gemara wonders how Moshe could have been uncertain if gehenem existed, but a taught that seven things were created before the world: Torah, Chuva, gan Eden, the kisei Akavu, the base of Migdash, and the name of Mashiach. The more answers that Moshe was asking if the mouth, meaning the entrance to Gehenna, was already created. When the Gomorrah objects to this from the Pesach, which states, there's nothing new under the sun, which means that nothing new was created after the original creation, the Gomorrah clarifies that he was asking if an entrance to Gehenna was nearby, and if not, Hashem should bring one close. In point number three, Bryce, taught, visiting the sick has no limit. Rav Yosef originally understood this to mean that there's no limit to the reward given for the mitzvah. Abai asked, do we know the limits of other mitzvahs? But the Mishnah taught, Be as careful with a minor mitzvah as you are with a major one. For you don't know the reward of various mitzvahs. The word therefore explains that the B'Shaif refers to the mitzvah obligation as being without limit. Abai said, Even a great person must visit a lesser person. Rabbi said, One should visit even 100 times a day. Rabbi Yachabar Hanina said, Whoever visits a sick person takes away one-sixtieth of his suffering. The G'more proceeds to clarify the parameters of this teaching. So once again, the three points are number one. The Mishnah D'af, Lamad Ches, Amad Beis, taught. One who is mudahana from his friend and he comes to visit him. When he's sick, he may stand, but he may not sit. The Gemurah on this top provides three explanations for this halacha. Shmuel said the cases where the sick person is mudahana from his visitor. The visit itself is not a forbidden benefit because he's performing his own mitzvah and the ill person benefits indirectly. However, the mission is discussing a place where those who sit with the sick when visiting receive compensation for it. Therefore, doing so without payment would be a direct benefit and forbidden. Standing with the sick, however, is never allowed to be compensated, being the minimal form of the mitzvah, so doing so for free is permitted. The Gemara offers a second explanation, a decree lest he remain sitting for longer than necessary for the mitzvah, which would be forbidden since this would entitle him to a compensation. Standing is permitted because the requirement not to sit reminds him not to overstay. We'll explained that the is speaking with the visitors mutar enough from the patient, but we assumed that the old person did not prohibit him from helping him with his well-being, such as visiting him, sitting as extraneous, so it's included in his nether. Point number two: Rabba Moshe said regarding Korach, Imbria Yivra Hashem. If a creation Hashem will create, and the earth opens its mouth to swallow them, he meant Imbria gehenem Muttavia, Imlav Yivra Hashem. If gehenem is a creation already good, but if not, Hashem should create it. The Gemara wonders how Moshe could have been uncertain if Gehennaum existed. But Abraissa taught that seven things were created before the world. Torah, Tshuva, Gan Eden, the Kisei Akavah, the base of Migdash, and the name of Mashiach. The Gemara answers that Moshe was asking if the mouth, meaning the entrance to Gehenim was already created. When the Gemara objects to this from the Pus'it, which states, En kochadish takaz ha-shamash, there's nothing new under the sun, which means that nothing new was created after the original creation, the Gemara clarifies that he was asking if an entrance to the was nearby, and if not, Hashem should bring one close. And point number three, a Bryce it taught, visiting the sick has no limit. Rav Yosef originally understood this to mean, En shi'ulam that there's no limit to the reward given for the mitzvah. Abai asked, do we know the limits of other mitzvahs? But the Mishnah taught Mitzvah Kalka b'chamura. be as careful with a minor mitzvah as you are with a major one. Sheina Tayode Matsanskhan Shal mitzvahs for you don't know the reward of various mitzvahs. The more therefore explains that the Brah refers to the mitzvah obligation as being without limit. Abai said, katan." even a great person must visit a lesser person. Rabba said, A feel may a one should visit even one hundred times a day. Chanina said. Whoever visits a sick person takes away one-sixtieth of his suffering. The G'more proceeds to clarify the parameters of this teaching. All right, so now we go to our Simmer Daph And our standard simon is a letter, and we often use a mailman for the simon, a mailman. So here goes. The mailman carrying a bag of get cards and standing while visiting a patient who was muder from him made it past a path the dangerous hole in the floor where fiery flames leapt out and broke the world record by making this his 100th visit that day. Once again, it's a The mailman, mailman, that must be of Lamates, letter. The mailman carrying a bag of get-well cards and standing while visiting a patient, who is hanaf from him, which reminds us, the mission of Ramitesh Beis taught, one who is hanaf from his friend, and he comes to visit him when he's sick, he may stand, but he may not sit. The gemur on this daf provides three explanations for this halacha. Shmuel said the cases where the sick person is mudah enough from this visitor. The visit itself is not a forbidden benefit because he's performing his own mitzvah and the ill person benefits indirectly. The mission is speaking where those who sit with the sick when visiting receive compensation for it. Therefore, doing so without payment would be a direct benefit and forbidden. Standing with the sick, however, is never allowed to be compensated, being the minimal form of the mitzvah, so doing so for free is permitted. So, the mailman carrying a bag of get-well carts and standing while visiting a patient who was mudahanna from him made it past the dangerous hole in the floor where fiery flames leapt out, which reminds us, the Gmore explains that Moshe to had asked the Kosh Baruch Hu during the incident with Korach if the entrance to Gehenim was nearby, and if not, the Kosh Baruch Baraku should bring a close, and we learn that Gehenim was one of the seven things created before the world. So the mailman carrying a bag of get-well cards and standing while visiting a patient who was mudahana from him made it past the dangerous hole in the floor where fiery flames leapt out and broke the world record by making this his 100th visit that day, which reminds us, Abraisa taught, visiting the sick has no limit. The Quran explains that this refers to the mitzvah obligation as being without limit. Abai said, Even a great person must visit a lesser person. Rava said, One should visit even 100 times a day. And Rabbi Acha Chanina said, Whoever visits a sick person takes away one sixtieth of a suffering. So once again, the mailman carrying a bag of get well cards and standing while visiting a patient who was mudrah from him made it past the dangerous hole in the floor where fiery flames leapt out and broke the world record by making this his 100th visit that day. Alright, so now it's time for four hazara. Daf Lamed Hey. So the simmer daf Lamed Hey is a children's choir singing la la la. So here it goes. When so so the darling boys choir, boys choir, that must be more daf Lamed Hey. La la la. la. When the Nidari Boys Choir finished their heartfelt rendition of Yesh Me'ilah which reminds us of Rav's question to Rav Nachman, Yesh Me'ilah B'Konamos Oro, is there Me'ilah for items forbidden by Konam or not? The Ron explains the question that if one declares that something is Konam, is it like a carbon that one who uses it violates Mi'ilah and is in the requisite carbon in payment? So when the Nidari Boys Choir finished their heartfelt rendition of Yesh meila The proud choir master mistakenly did meila by treating to a kikar that was made us to him and given to him as a present. Which reminds us of Rav Akiva and Rav Aviyah's questions. Ravashi, if one said kikari alecha unasanu b'matana me maal, my loaf is forbidden to you, and he then gave it to him as a gift, who has violated meila? If you'll say that the giver commits meila by giving it but it's not forbidden to him. The loaf is fully permitted to him for all benefits. If you'll say that the recipient commits me by accepting it, but he can say, will I wanted permitted loaves, not forbidden ones. The run explains that the recipient can claim that he would not have accepted the loaf had he known it was prohibited, and it's therefore an acquisition made in error and should be void. So, when the Nandarian boys choir finished their heartfelt rendition of Yesh Me'ila Ila Mos, the proud choir master mistakenly did Me'ila by treating them to a kikar that was made assu to him and given to him as a present. So a comb gave him his card offering to be a shaliah and bring his carbon. Which reminds us, the more asked, Hanikahani Shruchid Danhavu or de Shemaya. These Kohanim, are they our agents in their capacity of sacrificing our karbanas or shruchim of Shemayim? The more explains that the nafka mina is if a may sacrifice a carbon for someone whose mudrahana from him. If he would be considered an agent of the owner of the carbon, he would not be allowed to sacrifice the carbon for him. The Gemara suggested a proof from our mission which stated, Makriblov Kine zavin, one may sacrifice bird offerings of Zavin for a hana as well as other similar atonement carbonas. We see then that are agents of Shamaim, for otherwise he would not be allowed to sacrifice for the owner. This answer is rejected because carbonas brought from chusri Kapora do not require the consent of the owner to be brought. Daframidvav, so the similar Madv is a lulav. So here goes. The wool merchant, wool, that must be more in doubt. I'm the Louvre merchant, who promised a free Louvre to anyone who consented to joining his Pesach, aside from his kids, who don't need to consent. Which reminds us, Rabbi Zer explained that one cannot derive from the fact that one can register his children on the carbon Pesach without their consent, that he can register a friend on his Pesach without his consent, for Celoves Abos, love derisive. The law of a lamb for each father's house is not derisive for minors. Since they can partake of the Pesach without registration, there is no basis to permit the registration of an adult without his consent. So, the Luluf merchant, who promised to free Luluf to anyone who consented to joining us Pesach, aside from his kids who don't need to consent, was surprised by the man who took Truma from his own produce to permit a friend's table. Which reminds us, the Gemara asks, Hattor Mishalot Ashal one who separates Truma from his own produce on his friend's table produce permitted? permit it. Sark Daito Olo, does he need his friend's consent or not? Do we assume the owner would want his produce permitted without his having to use his own produce and his consent would not be required? Or might he prefer to do the mitzvah himself, even at the cost of using his produce for truma? So the Louvre merchant who promised a free Luluf to anyone who consented to joining his Pesach, aside from his kids who don't need to consent, was surprised by the man who took truma from his own produce to permit a friend's table and then tell the merchant that if he gave him a free wolf, he'd give the truma to his Kohen grandson, which reminds us of Rabbi Yermi's question to Rabbi Zera, If one separate truma from his own produce to permit his friends table produce, shall meet. to whom does the benefit of pleasure belong? Meaning, which of the two determines to which Kohen to give the truma? Daf Lamed Zayin. So the simmer Doth Lamed is laser tag. So here goes. The fun Rabbi used a laser tag on laser tag. That must be Daf daf Lamed Zion. The fun Rebbe who used a laser tag gun as a pointer to teach Torah for free, which reminds us the more quotes the source for acquiring teaching Torah for free. Moshe Rabbeinu said, See, I have taught you laws and statutes like Hashem commanded me. We expound this to teach, Just as I, Moshe, taught you for free, so too you should teach others for free. So the fun Rebbe who used a laser tag gun as a pointer to teach Torah for free did charge parents a small fee for supervision when teaching their children Mikra, which reminds us. The Gemara wonders what the difference is between Midrash and Mikra for just as Midrash. Must be taught for free based on the Pasuk. We should say the same for Mikra. Rav answers, Shimur. The Mish is discussing payment for watching, referring to minors who require supervision. Such payment is permitted to collect. Midrash, on the other hand, is usually taught to older children who do not require supervision, so payment is not permitted. Yochanan answers, The mission is discussing payment for teaching correct cantillation notes. These are not midrash and are thus not included in the prohibition of collecting payment for teaching Torah. So the fun Rebbe he used a laser tag gun as a pointer to teach Torah for free, did charge parents a small fee for supervision when teaching their children Mikra, and told the fathers there was plenty of time for them to be with their children on Shabbos when no new material is taught, which reminds us. The more brings a bright set that teaches children cannot learn new Mikra on Shabbos, but they can review it for the first time. Two explanations are presented. Firstly, because their fathers would be reluctant to prevent their children from missing the new material taught, and their attending would detract from the father's Shabbos pleasure of spending time with their children. Secondly, because the children eat more than usual on Shabbos, they become lethargic, and it would be difficult for them to learn new material. ches, so the Simr Da'aflamet ches is a davralach, a liquid, and we use chicken soup. So here goes. The generous Rosh Hashiva, who served as many Talmidim, delicious chicken soup. Chicken soup, that must mean we're on Ches lamedches, lach chicken soup. The generous Rosh Hashiva, who served as many Talmidim, delicious chicken soup, after teaching them how to do pilpul, which reminds us the methodology of pilpo was given originally to Moshe Rabbeinu alone and his descendants, and he generously shared this methodology with all of Kal-Yisrael. So the generous rosh Hashibah served as many talmidim delicious chicken soup after teaching them how to do pilpul and darshan out Moshe Rabbeinu's four qualities, which reminds Rabbi Yochanan taught. Only rests the on one who is mighty, wealthy, wise, and humble. But Mosha and all of them are learned from Moshe Rabbeinu. So the generous rosh Hashibah served as many talmidim delicious chicken soup after teaching them how to do pilpul. And of Moshe Rabbeinu's four qualities dished out another ball for the new chassan, who was muda hanav from him, who was Bulgaria's daughter, just consented to marry. Which reminds us, a chassan who was muda from his friend can still marry his daughter when she's a Bulgaris, since he only needs her consent and not the consent of her father. Alright, so now it's time to conclude our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number 1. Which stuff do we learn that Moshe Rabbeinu shared the methodology of pill with Kuala Yisrael? That's on Duff. Lamed Good number two. Which definitely learned that the reason one may teach mikra for a fee is either schar shemur supervision or for teaching the trop. That's on daf. Lamed Zion, Good number three. Which definitely learned that there's no she'er for visiting the sick. That's on daf. Lamed Good number four. Which definitely learned that selavei avos registering on a carbon pesach is not a derisive for minors. That's on daf. Ahmed Good number five. Which definitely learned one whose mother hanaf from his friend may marry his Bulgarist daughter since she does not require her father's consent? That's on Dav. Good number six. Which definitely learned that a mother hanaf from his friend who is sick must stand when he visits him? That's on Dav. Good number seven. Which stuff do have the question, whether one can take truma from his produce to permit his friends tevil without getting his consent? That's on Duff. Good number eight. Which stuff do we learn, Gehenna was one of the seven things created before the world? That's on Duff. Lama Good number nine. Which stuff do have the question, what if someone forbids his loaf to his friend and then gives it to him as a gift? That's on Duff. Ahmed, well, I mean, hey, good. And number ten, which step do we learn that just as Moshe Benu taught the Torah for free, so should we teach the Torah for free? That's on Ahmed Zion. excellent. That concludes today's She'er. This is Rabbi Abraham Goldman A great day and great learning.